Hello, cryptid-loving listeners. As a friendly reminder from us here at the Don't Touch My Sasquatch podcast, we frequently make crude jokes, sprinkle our sentences with naughty words, and discuss mature content. Most of which may not be appropriate for all age groups. Listener discretion is advised. Now please enjoy. They even speculate Uh that Merlin might have been a Sasquatch too. He could have been. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? I could be a Sasquatch. You don't know. It could have been. Literally any fucking thing. So going squatching. We're going squatching, bitches. Welcome back, you sons of bitches. This is Don't Touch My Sasquatch Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Josh. And I continue to be Lennon. I threw myself off. (laughs) We explore controversial topics with energy and a good laugh. We're two guys that have a love and passion for these topics. Things that you may have heard of, but don't know the full stories of yet. We're here to tell you those stories, share our opinions, and let you come to your own conclusions. We'll do the research so you don't have to. Keep your minds open to the possibilities of things they may not be as they appear. Or are they? This week, we once again bring you another episode of our ongoing Ancient Alien series. As always, we each pick an episode that we watch and discuss the questions that ancient astronaut theorists have. Questions like, is there more to meet the eye? Is there more than meet the eye? Is there more than meets the eyes <laughs> with some ancient artifacts that have been found over the years? Or are there any connections between the mythical beast, Bigfoot, and aliens? Let's dive into these questions and see if we can find some answers for ourselves. So sit back, buckle up, and enjoy as we dive into Ancient Aliens, Volume 7, or Episode 69, because that's monumental. Oh, of course. 69. But volume 7. So I will kick it off. All right. Uh, with my episode. Before you start, I just want to say. Yes, sir. 69? Yeah. Right. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Waited uh, 68 episodes to say that, right? <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, my episode came from season 16, episode 7. I almost said season 17, sorry. There's uh, a season 17. <laughs> there's a season 19, 20, and 21. Huh? Uh, nope, but this one's season 16, episode not, uh, 7. Beautiful. Impossible Artifacts. So, we start off on February 21st, 2019. SpaceX launches a rocket with an Israel... Sorry, with an Israeli landing... Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, we start off February 21st, 2019. SpaceX launches a rocket with... And Israel is Israeli is what I'm trying to say. Yep. Lander heading towards the moon. Inside the lander is a digital time capsule called the Ark Lunar Library. Have you heard of this? I have not. I have oh, not wait. either. I think I might, depending on I might not know it by name, but by what okay. it is. Yeah, I did not know by name or what it was. So okay. this was new to me. So it contains over thirty million pages of data, which includes our culture, knowledge, art, and a full copy of the English language, Wikipedia, 
and much more. This is an attempt to send a message of our history to whoever inhabits our solar system in the future. Maybe it's uh, old Dinoc there. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, on April 11th, seven weeks after launch, the lander reached the moon. As it descends to the lunar surface, the gyroscope fails and the engine shuts off, causing the lander to crash to the moon's surface. Great. While the lander was surely destroyed, its cargo, the lunar library, was built to be nearly indestructible and is thought to have survived the crash. Uh, they used quartz crystal uh, that they say could last up to fifth, uh, up to 14 billion years. So Shit. That'd be pretty cool. Damn. <laughs> uh, yeah, they talk a lot about how you can get a lot of a lot of information on a tiny little mm-hmm. um, thing of quartz. But yeah. We'll get into more of that at the end of the It's episode. pretty valuable. Yeah. Or, uh, uh, yeah. Incredible. Incredible, yeah. <laughs> uh, I also learned, sorry. Yes. No, uh, so now we're talking about precious stones, minerals. I learned that uh, oh, this week that uh, diamonds are forever. They are forever. <laughs> uh, but they are actually, 90% of the world's diamonds are hoarded by one central company. De, Be- De Beers. Yeah. Yep. And I, I've known that. That's why I've always yeah. said that it's a scam. Yeah. Just to yep. jack up the prices. They're, yep. they're oh, sons of bitches. Yep. Diamonds actually aren't that valuable, but they no. are valuable because one company owns it. And, and they're then, abundant. And I think it was like the 1920s or something like that. Mm-hmm. It was a... They began stockpiling. Well, the yes, but they, they started an ad campaign saying that if you really love your significant other, you'll get them a bigger and more expensive ring. And mm-hmm. that's how this whole thing of bigger, better rings mm-hmm. came in. really mm-hmm. was never a thing before then. Did you know penguins present a pebble to their uh, I did know that. mates? I, yes. I love penguins. Penguins are great. So I saw cute. a bunch of penguins. You did? Yeah. Oh, zoo, right? Dude, they fucking... Let me tell you what. Lennon went to the... Uh, zoo. <laughs> Lennon went to a, a, a different location. Went to Pittsburgh. Yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> zoo could, was pretty dope. I didn't know if it was Pittsburgh or... or it was Pittsburgh, it was. Yes. It was Pittsburgh. Yes. Yeah. Um, I was not prepared for the level of speed that penguins can swim. Those yeah, motherfuckers it's like move. It's <laughs> yeah. crazy. I love penguins. I would love to be a penguin just for how fast you could swim through the ocean. Which ones, um, do you know which ones you, you saw? Um, okay, let's see. I saw um, your classic looking one. Not the emperor because they weren't oh, huge. Nice, yeah. yeah. Um, they were a little smaller but looked just like that. Um, um, and then I saw the ones that have the big frilly eyebrows. <laughs> yeah. I love yeah. those guys. Little, yeah. uh, reminds me of Robert Williams. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 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 By the way, if you are doing the slide, you can go to the first slide. Beautiful. I am prepared. Sorry, I was supposed to tell you Ooh. that. So that is the for everyone watching as well. That is what the ark contained. It's just a bunch of. This is just one of them, and then the one next to it is a bunch of pictures and some information. Basically, it's pretty dope. What this is is the first thing. Basically tells you how to access it, build the actual device to access the digital stuff, and the rest of it is just pictures and, and about our Info. culture it's That's pretty cool. interesting at the very least yes even if it's not accessed by aliens mm-hmm. at least it's a time capsule on the moon yeah i mean it doesn't mean it's going to stay on the moon i don't know how right. they well the moon does have gravity but if something does. hits it it could still well it seems up. to have entered the surface at a very high rate of speed it's so embedded it's probably in embedded there. there yeah that's part that's, of it now that's if it's organic um but that's for another episode great uh they they, as in the people that launched this, uh, SpaceX. Yes. They were following in the footsteps of our ancient alien ancestors. I meant to say ancient ancestors. Mm. 
Ancient alien ancestors. If they were trying to preserve a message, that is, what would they have done? Well, let's try to answer that question. Don't. Ancient astronaut theorists believe that they would have, uh, that this was long overdue, as what was undertaken with the lunar library is exactly what extraterrestrials did on Earth in our past. Now we cue a slideshow of, next slide for you. Ooh. We got the crystal skull from Belize. We got the Dogu Shatu, or Shatu, Jesus. Dogu statue in Japan. You have Nano Spiral in Russia, which is pretty cool looking. That is. Inca Stone in Peru. This one that I'm going to have to say later that I'm going to screw up. Mm-hmm. An- Antikythera, Antikythera device mm-hmm. uh, of Greece. That one's pretty fascinating. I've, it is. I know, I've heard about that. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a little bit. And you got the Dropa Stone mm. of China. Great. So there's a couple mm-hmm. things you got there. Uh, Giorgio has a little chime in. The question is always... Where's the evidence? Where's the evidence? Well, all you have to do is open your eyes. It's everywhere. <laughs> Thanks, Giorgio. <laughs> in 1936, a couple... Uh, we now travel to Texas. I didn't write that down. We're not traveling to Texas. Texas, 1936. A couple walking along a creek stumbled upon one of the most puzzling ancient artifacts ever found. A hammer. Ah, oh, shit. They found a hammer. It's uh, Thor's hammer. They couldn't pick it up. Exactly. That's how it got embedded where it got embedded. Okay. Uh, hold on. It's next way. Yeah, okay. It's next slide. Next slide. This was a prehistoric ham- hammer with part of the handle still in place inside of rock. Mm-hmm. Part of the hammer is starting to go through a process called coalification. This is where organic material is changing into coal from a long period of time. Mm-hmm. The hammer was found in a concrete concretion of sandstone, sorry, mm-hmm. and it usually takes about 140 million years to form the usually. sandstone around the rock. Yeah, usually. Mm-hmm. So, who was here 140 million years ago? I'd be old Minor Tim. <laughs> yeah, Minor Tim Fudd and Spud. <laughs> Judd wasn't a part of it yet. Yeah. Well, Giorgio actually has the answer. Yeah. Modern day archaeologists suggest that. We have only been around for about 10,000 years. So this falls into the category of out-of-place artifacts. That was, he didn't have the answer. He just chimed in. (laughs) Around the world, there are these out-of-place artifacts that are also known as uparts. Mm. These uparts are challenging mainstream archaeologists. They're challenging mainstream archaeologists because they do not fit with mainstream archaeology for what they say. Mm Mm-hmm. Skeptics believe that couple, that the couple were mistaken as to where they found it, but there are uparts that authenticity. Skeptics believe that the couple were mistaken as to where they found it, but are there uparts that authenticity is unquestioned? Question mark. <laughs> I didn't really do that good. All good. Travel Egypt, Valley of the Kings, November nineteen twenty-two. The tomb of King Tutankhamun is found by Howard Carter and Lord Carnarvon. <laughs> I, I love the Lord part. To this day, it is considered the best preserved and most iconic tomb ever found in the Valley of the Kings. Mm-hmm. Oops. Tutankhamun, the boy king. Tutankhamun. Old Tootie Toot. <laughs> Old Rudy Toot Toot. <laughs> Rudy Toot himself. While unpacking King Tut's mummy... They discovered two incredible daggers. 
Next slide, big dog. One has an iron blade with a gold handle and a crystal knob. This is two centuries before Egypt was believed to be able to manipulate iron in this way. Mm -hmm. In 2016, tests were done on the dagger, and it was found that this wasn't just iron, but it was a meteorite iron. Dope. Anyone that has worked with meteorites will tell you it is very hard to work with because it is high nickel because of its high nickel content, which makes the metal very brittle. Mm-hmm. A technique called folding or stacking is needed to be done in order to strengthen it, or else it will crack. The metal needs to be heated to two thousand degrees mm-hmm. and then folded and hammered and then folded and hammered and repeat the step. Oh, 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 oh! What the fuck? What the fuck? Damascus. Uh, that's the Tumascus. You get a what is that? It's a type of metalworking where you get a cool looking pattern if you do that with um, different type of metals. That yeah. they do that now for like uh, aesthetics and pattern type, but also I'm pretty sure it makes certain things stronger in this case and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, but yeah, you get this really cool looking pattern on on metals. Really? Yeah, I've seen. Uh, I get watching videos, and I've seen videos where they'll make they'll they'll make a Damascus blade or something like a knife, like whatever. But they they start with uh, like a thousand um, I don't know razor blades for example or something. They heat them up and then they compact them all down so that they're all squished together into a block. And then yeah, they flatten and fold and flatten and fold. And when it polishes off, you get these cool ass looking. It's really cool. I have to check that out. I've never heard of this before. Yeah. Damascus. 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 <laughs> I don't know what you just did. I couldn't. I oh, <laughs> it's a gang sign. Now, the thing about this dagger is that it doesn't show the telltale signs of this method. So, how was this blade made? Mm-hmm. I'm guessing the telltale signs are what you just explained. Um, yeah, so what you're going to do is take some razor blades <laughs> <laughs> and just line them up. Now, according to their text, their knowledge on who to work with, ah, ah, ah. their knowledge on how to work with metal, was given to them by God Ptah. Ptah. It's almost like Picard, but Ptah. It was Ptah. <laughs> was the god of smithcraft and alchemy. He was. <laughs> there he is. He just entered the room. <laughs> now don't forget the fold and hammer. Fold and hammer. <laughs> Very good, very good. It's a good wonderful, camp. wonderful. It's a nice Damascus. <laughs> he was said to have green skin and come from the star Sirius. Could oh, it they always come from the stars? Right? Always Sirius too. Could it be that this is the this is the dagger? Huh? Hmm? Could it be that this dagger mm-hmm. had extraterrestrial origins? Definitely, most fucking definitely. So before we answer that, we now travel to Transylvania, Romania. 1974. Workers digging a trench near the Murash River. Sorry if I butchered that. The Murash River uncovered a Murash for you. (laughs) Oh, go fuck yourself. I don't know why I said that. I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, They uncovered large woolly mammoth bones 30 feet down. The woolly mammoth went extinct 40,000 years ago. What was more surprising, though, was embedded in. In with these mammoth bones and hardened sand encased... Sorry. You're good. Wow. Embedded in the hardened sand encasing the mammoth bones was also a mysterious metal object. 
Next slide, big dog. Great. Hey, real quick, side tangent. Yeah, side it. As they go. Uh, have you seen that video that just came out recently of the woolly mammoth that they filmed in Russia? No. So, so no, supposedly, I saw the video. Yeah. But supposedly, these this, these people in a dense Russian wilderness tundra of Siberia, I believe. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was up there. Found a, filmed a elephant-looking creature, and it definitely looks like a woolly mammoth. Really? No, obviously, we don't know if it's real or not. But it's pretty well, fucking wild. They are trying to clone it and bring it back from extinction. Exactly. So who knows it's pretty cool. if Russia did that first. You have to check that out sometime. I will definitely check that out and add it if I can. But I had to find it first. So Where was I? What am I looking at? It's a mammoth something. What? I was trying to get you back to your place. Oh. Uh, it was ice Are you on the... Uh, I'm on this bone create bone or not bone. I don't know. It's this U shaped thing with the It is the mysterious it. metal object. Ah, mysterious metal object. Great. The metal is found to be made of aluminum alloy. The problem with this is humans didn't learn how to smelt and fabricate aluminum until the middle of the nineteenth century. The metal was sent to the National Museum of Transylvania History, but because it cannot be explained as they always do, it is quickly removed from public viewing. <laughs> it was sent to the Museum of Transylvania. But because it had nothing to do with Dracula, they turned yeah. it down. <laughs> That's it. We can't have it in here. Actually, this thing could kill him. It's a fucking metal spike. It's pretty wild. It's actually not a metal spike at all, is it? It's pretty cool, though. What does it look like to you before we go on? Uh, it looks like the foot of a landing gear of at your typical sci-fi movie. Okay, well, ancient analyst, uh, theories have one theory that provides a parallel to the 2019 Lunar Library. According to the to an aeronautical engineer, it looks like a piece of landing gear from a vertical takeoff and landing aircraft. There you go. Nice call, oh, so man. So good. <laughs> but I love it because if we could take a second look at I'm it. I'm looking at it. It has what looks like, you know, the holes you would put in the landing gear, and yeah. then there's one, two other holes. And it's I'm a, doing a terrible job describing it's, it's, it. It's, so it's kind of like, like a wedge for yes. what you would have the flat part yep. be the land. That'd be I'm, the landing gear part. And, but I'm... Was trying to say is that it has enough, it has the holes that fit everything. Yeah, is that that hole is probably from a sample they did? I'm assuming. No, all these, all these were there. I think. Because that one's clean. That's a clean, in, inside shiny. So maybe, maybe it is. But they either way, that's still a spot. That. To, that's still a. It still has a U shape where it would fit into something. Yes, probably pivot. So. Yeah, they, I, they actually didn't say anything about that. I don't know if that's... Because I'm trying to look at the bottom part of it, and it doesn't mm. really have a yeah the same thing. Well, so. you never know. It could have been on the inside. You probably, true, the, true, pin, true. the pin probably wouldn't go all the way through. Oh, well, that wouldn't make sense, would it? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just fall right off, and then it's sitting by a woolly mammoth. Um. <laughs> <laughs> they landed on the woolly mammoth. Yeah. Oh, shit. Sorry, dude. Sorry, oh. sorry. Oh, that was the last one, Bill. Oh, fuck. We really fucked up this time. All right, well, let's get out of here real quick before someone notices. Uh, Bill, there's no, like, smart pe- Shut up. We're getting out of here. Um, so as far as ancient astronaut theories are concerned, the question... I'm talking like I got a little... Shush, shush, shush. As far as ancient astronaut theorists are concerned, the question isn't if ancient alien artifacts exist, but... Are they telling us? Mm-hmm. We head now to Masuru, India, at the center of the Mysore Oriental Research Institute, home of the manuscripts of the Ram- Ram- Ramahana. Ramahana, sorry, we got some words here. Mm-hmm. Mara- Mahabharata. I know this one. I couldn't even say it. 
and other ancient texts that uh, date back 4,000 years <laughs> Great. and form the basis of Hinduism. Mm-hmm. Hindu texts read like science fiction of today. It is filled with magical stones and flying spaceships. Are these ancient myths actually extraterrestrials that are worshipped as gods? Could hey, Georgia, be. come on in here. Thank you, buddy. In ancient India, their entire pantheon of gods is based exclusively on cosmic origin that they arrived from deep space. Thank you. You can leave now. Out of here. <laughs> I'll call you back in a minute. <laughs> yes, yes. It is, is it, that it is, is it possible that the foundational texts, <laughs> that the foundational text of Hinduism provides the record of extraterrestrial intervention on Earth thousands of years ago? Maybe. In the Mahabharata, it Bless speaks, you. oh, thank you. It speaks of an ancient city ruled by the king Krishna that sank into the ocean after being attacked by flying machines with incredible weapons. I should probably look to make sure what slides I have. Ah, okay. Sorry, I gotta pay attention to my own fucking slides. I don't know where I am. Oh, good. Oh, good. All right. Uh, flying machines. Okay. In 1983, 4,000 years after the text had been written, artifacts of an ancient city was found in the ocean. Were found in the ocean. Good English. In the exact location that the ancient city was said to have existed and sank. Mm-hmm. Now, in another Hindu legend, written legend, what the hell? In another Hindu written legend was that of a permanent story. Permanent story. What the fuck did I write there? I don't know what I was trying to write there. Okay. okay. Uh, another Hindu written legend was that of a story of... The Ramayana, an epic poem of the god Brahma and his wife Seti, or Sita, Seta, Seta. Ah, oh, shit, I messed up. <laughs> Whatever, Seta, sounds good. Sure. According to the text, Seta was kidnapped and taken to the southern tip of India. Brahma raised an army to rescue her, but had to overcome an obstacle. They must cross 30 miles of open ocean to get to his wife. Mm-hmm. There were no boats to get there, so they had to build a bridge. But how do you build a bridge that is that long? Well, he had a solution. According to the Ramayana, Mm -hmm. magical construction methods were used. They would write Brahma's name on these stones, and they would float through the air into into place forming the bridge. Mm -hmm. Science fiction, right? Well, modern satellite imagery, next slide, has revealed a 30-mile barrier of rock and sand that connects the southern tip of India to Sri Lanka. Would you look at that? Yeah. Some geologists carbon dated the rocks to the bottom, not to the bottom, at the bottom, to approximately the same time. Now, is this proof? Maybe. And and what Lennon's looking at is actually like a land bridge-looking thing. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, that could just be an actual land bridge, but... Nah, but it was formed at the same time, and that's the point. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. I mean, it's pretty cool. It is cool, actually. the The pictures they showed were much better. It literally looked like rocks that were mm. placed. It was kind of cool. Um, but you're just looking at the satellite image. So mm. another. Oh, oh, I read that. I read all of that. Who so, says that? <laughs> all right. I apologize to all you Chinese folks that aren't listening. But <laughs> the sh- okay, now we travel to uh, 
Sichuan, China, 1986. Archaeologists uncover the ruins of an ancient unknown civilization that flourished 3,000 years ago. They uncovered a rich treasure trove of ritual objects that revealed advanced knowledge of metalworking and engineering. Based on radiocarbon dating, that they remember they don't believe in some episodes, uh, they belong. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> they belong to a civilization that arrived in China around 1700 BC. Further excavation of the site suggests that the city thrived for six centuries before the mysterious disappearance. No one wrote about them, and they didn't leave any writings behind themselves for us to find out more about them. Mm-hmm. Uh, my little note is, well, maybe they used paper or parchment, and that's why we found no writings. Very true, very true. Just saying. doesn't instantly mean that they disappeared and everything disappeared with them. Should just... Hmm. I mean, that's a, that's a lot of years of Couple. passage of time. It's so. only about 37, so. you know, 100 or, years. Or, or, or no. could have shit, shit could have been at the Library of Alexandria. Could have shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> what happened there? Uh, massive fire destroyed everything. Was that during the war? Are we talking I'm about of a different one? The war to end all wars, or are we talking World about war II, Civil yeah. War? World War II. No, Library of Alexandria burned. Is in it ancient times? Okay, I didn't. I'm not that good with history. Oh as yeah, you know, so. burned in ancient times. It was a massive library that um, held so much knowledge that they talked stories about it. Said that it had knowledge of many civilizations, their own civilizations, and stuff like that. Where was it located? Uh, Alexandria, like United States, or no, no, no. This would be in yeah. yeah. Don't call me. Because um, I remember. Uh, I think it was in history we learned about in World War Two, the Nazis burned down a bunch of historical... Oh, Nazis fucked shit up. Okay. Okay. Uh, so I'm this, not crazy. On this pursuit of Pompeii into Egypt in 48 BCE, Caesar was cut off by a large fleet of Egyptian boats in the harbor of Alexandria. He ordered the boats to be burned. The fleet was destroyed, but the flames spread to the city and to the library. It's not known much of the library was destroyed. It's not known how much of the library was destroyed. So, Egypt. Gotcha. 48 BCE. That's around the right. That's around the Caesar same. caused it. Fucking Caesar. John about the monkey, right? I'm no, kidding. the dressing. Oh, <laughs> ah, you, you. You shot back with another one. I like it. <laughs> now, uh, back to where we were. Maybe they didn't have paper. So, buried with buried. <laughs> That's how. <laughs> I mean, it is a pronunciation of it. <laughs> buried with some marble and jade artifacts. Archaeologists found hundreds of humanoid figurines. They have an unusual appearance. Next slide. They seem to have a mask on the face. Nope. They seem to have a mask on their face and some sort of protruding eyes or beams coming out of their eyes. Mm-hmm. Georgia, come back. You're, you're allowed to speak. Question, here. was the beams their words or yours? Their words, not I mine. figured. Because yeah. <laughs> like, I, I wouldn't call those beams. It's a loose interpretation of that yeah. as a beam. <laughs> they said eyes protruding or beams. And, um I like the, I like when they build their narrative. <laughs> well, don't we all? Yes. Uh, so Giorgio is back here. Uh, Chinese officials admit that whatever and whoever is depicted here is not the Chinese people. They released a statement asking the question if they were ancestors or extraterrestrials. And what Giorgio says is that it's both. Great. Of course. Of course. Um, Flip it in, reverse it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a little mixture of what he said and then a little article that showed up. Mm. Uh, K, K 
K going around. What? <laughs> is that K as in Q U E? Yeah. <laughs> <Like> question mark. <laughs> Hold on here. They. I think that's supposed to be they. Oh, I don't know how it auto corrected to Q U E. Permanent story earlier. I think you meant yeah. prominent. Yeah. Thank you. I got you. Fuck me. I just thought about it. I wrote some of these a little late last night. So, so did I. What did um, you do? What time did you go to? Oh, I, I was done by 11, but oh. to me, I was half asleep. So, yeah, it was 11. 30. Yeah, that's right. I just added 30 minutes. That's <laughs> cooler. Now they go around the world and show all the artifacts and carvings that show humanoids in what they described as flying vehicles. Yeah. That right there is the smoking gun. <laughs> oh, he decided to join us today. Thank you. Welcome back, little guy. Um, yeah, it's like everything that has some kind of animal or if they're sitting on a platform or anything that has a face and then something else, Yeah, it's a flying ship with a person in it. Really? Hands down. Yeah, all the time. No questions asked. Okay. Um, but that's the smoking gun. It's That's aliens. That's it. Yeah. I got to get a little smoke on those guns. Uh, again, I... Strictly apologize to the Greek people for this next pronunciation. We're just going all across Asia and Europe. <laughs> That's right. The, our way back. The Aegean Sea. I think it's Aegean. The Aegean mm-hmm. Speed Sea. Mm-hmm. April 1900. Off the coast of a small Greek island, divers discover an ancient shipwreck 150 feet below the surface. Mm-hmm. For the next two years, dozens of artifacts are uncovered and the re- covered from the wreckage. Among these artifacts are the remains of a coral-encrusted box, coral-encrusted wooden and bronze box Mm -hmm. that looks like some sort of clock. This is what they called Antikythera device. Oh, my gosh. Antikythera device. Archaeologists date it to the 2nd century B.C., but aren't able to determine what it is or what its purpose was. Mm Mm-hmm. In 1951, though, physicist Derek John de Sola Prince. That's a hell of a name. It is. It's like four fucking names. Makes me ashamed that I only have one middle name. <laughs> right? Well, good old physicist Derek John de Sola Prince examined the box and discovered it contained the workings of a highly sophisticated mechanical device. Mm-hmm. Where am I? There I am. It looks to be a complex machine of gears, cranks, and levers. Closer examination of how it worked was that it was highly mathematically mathematical, sophisticated machine for showing and even predicting where the stars, sun, planet, and moon were going to be on a particular day that you were looking for. You could see how that this nope. You could see how this would be useful to plan a trip on the ship, on a ship, mm-hmm. or your agricultural output. Mm-hmm. Crop building. It was described as an ancient Greek computer, and it was like finding a jet plane in King Tut's tomb, is how they described it. Mm, yeah. A little dramatic, but I like a it. A little dramatic, yeah, but that device is fucking fascinating. Yeah. Oh, you can go to the next slide. I don't oh, know if I I'm, I'm so sorry about that. Next two. <sighs> there's next two. Next two. Yeah, there's two slides for this one. Yeah. Um, yeah, you got yeah. The, the old version. You can buy replicas of and it. And then, yeah, they, they made a couple replicas. This one looks... Just computer generated, but I'm it's incredible. A, I'm gonna buy a replica of it. You should put it on the shelf. I'll just hold you. it 
while we're recording from now on. <laughs> no, no, we'll right have here. a shelf behind you eventually. <laughs> Maybe. Get to the workouts and all that. There it is. There we are. I found me. The fuck is this? Huh? Oh, there's a piece of his, his hair was oh, on his face. All I saw, because I didn't see you do that, all I saw was this. <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> I was like, that's the like Italian, like it's... Um... Fucking yelling at this thing. <laughs> all right. We traveled to one <laughs> last place. <laughs> one last place. One last <clears throat> place. No, not there. Did you swallow it? <clears throat> Did you swallow old sassy's pubic hair? No, my throat's been all fucked up since the concert. Ah, you screamed too much. You screamed like a girl. Ah! I sure did. <laughs> Zurich, Switzerland, December 2019. Two scientists announced an incredible breakthrough. They made a small plastic bunny. <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting that. <laughs> yeah. It's good. With its own synthet- synthetic DNA. Uh, you can go to the next slide now. You heard me. With its own synthetic DNA. Look at that thing. It's a small plastic bunny. <laughs> yeah. So basically, they, they intertwined DNA, synthetic DNA, and plastic and made it so. Well, while biological DNA is very fragile, this synthetic DNA can potentially last for eons. In this bunny's case, they... Oh, enco- I follow. Okay, I'm sorry. They encoded the files that were used to create this bunny with a 3D printer... Into the bunny, yep. and with even the smallest of piece of the bunny, they can decode it, the information, and reprint that exact bunny with the same synthetic DNA inside. Got it. Incredible. That's actually really fucking cool. Yeah, it is, but it did, took I, me a did minute. I explain that? Okay. Yes, it okay, took me sorry. a minute to grasp what you were trying to explain. But yeah, so it's... So this, yeah, it's yeah. like a file. It's a uh, physical file. This one also has two. This the next slide is a little more detailed for you. Um, That's really cool. One has the words. So on then, this, like someday in the future, you literally just have like mm-hmm. you could have a machine. You just pop that plastic piece in, and out comes that bunny, or other stuff. Or, or, or yes, you can decode any or decode. You can encode anything on this uh, DNA. That's cool. As is what they were saying. So even a drop could hold like the whole English language. That's or wild. something like that. When, when, what, what year was this? 2019. 2019. Zurich, Switzerland. Yes. Uh, so the, it reads, reads, I'm sorry. It reads, Robert Grass of the Swiss Federal Institute of Technology in Zurich described this, his team's creation of a 3D printed plastic rabbit embedded with DNA containing a blueprint to make identical rabbits one of the latest projects to illustrate DNA's potential to store information. That's that so was on cool. that. That's so cool. I'm not going to read the other slide. It'll be in the video. Lennon, you can look at it. I, it's just a lot of, you know, what the process was. Uh, synthetic DNA was the, oh, sorry. Synthetic DNA has the capability to store a massive amount of information. They can just sit on the shelf and not decay for a very, very, very long time and take up, very, very little space. So basically, the synthetic DNA will not decay. It will last almost forever, and you can just pick it up and uh, read it and, you know, whatever the, whatever the information is on it, of course. That's cool. Yeah. So do parts, remember that's out-of-place artifacts, contain more than meets the eye and have information encoded in them? Is there a wealth of information just sitting there at our fingertips waiting? I'll leave you off with this last thought. Are we an alien artifact ourselves? 
Is there something coded in our DNA that we have yet to uncover? Or in any, artifacts too. Maybe there's something sure, in the sure. artifacts. But I was just saying, are we... Is there something in our DNA that we have not discovered Maybe that tells about our, our past? I'll tell you what. Our origins, all that stuff. Let's revisit that question at the end of mine. Not saying I won't give you my answer. Yeah, oh, that's fine. that mine ends with just about the same question. I like it. Well, speaking of yours, on to you. The stories of massive creatures. I covered episode seven of the season that is the fourth one. Ah, that's it. <laughs> um, that, that's it. That's it. Yep, that's it. Thank you, guys. Hey, we're done. That's the, over. The stories of the massive... Uh, what is the name of the title? Uh, I will tell you. What is the name of the title? I'll tell you in three <laughs> seconds. <laughs> Aliens and Bigfoot. Yep. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, cool, 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 cool. The stories of massive creatures span throughout history. Large, hairy, bipedal creatures roaming the forest and the woodlands. Large footprints found stamped into the mud and snow. Interdimensional legends of disappearing monster ape men. Could they have another worldly origin? That's right, folks. It's aliens and Bigfoot. Oh, I should have just been patient. You're good. Mount Everest, November 9th, 1951. Randy! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We learn a brief synopsis of the Shackleton footprints that we discussed on our Yeti episode. Check it out. Episode 40. Randy. Ah, you checked that out. Good job. I was trying to remember. Yeah. The gist of it is, if you haven't listened to our episode, episode 40, mm-hmm. is that in 1951, British explorers Eric Shipton and Michael Ward came across a mile of tracks in the snow made by a creature presumed to be massive and have large human-like feet only twice the size. It's actually just a Sherpa. That's why they can like travel up Everest with no issues because their feet are so big they that somehow it just keeps the feet. blood flow going. <laughs> <laughs> keeps them moving. <laughs> yeah. This led researchers to speculate that the creature that made these tracks are a descendant of a primate DNA source such as us, and that this made the prince terrestrial and tangible evidence of an earthbound ape-like creature in these mountains that was not human. Uh-oh. Yo, uh-oh. It was a caveman. <laughs> ooga booga. <laughs> Ain't that right, little guy? And teenage guy. <laughs> He's moody. <laughs> He's moody. <laughs> He's not answering. Fuck you. This led researchers to... Spa- not gonna say it. <laughs> photos said all of that. Photos of the prince and the, and cast were brought back from the expedition, which sparked the Bigfoot craze. The yeah. legends of the area prince pointed to the Yeti, a roughly six foot tall aggressive ape man of the snow from legends. I told you it was just a fucking Sherpa, six foot tall. <laughs> As we discussed in our other episode, the Yeti seems to be a cousin of the North American Sasquatch and the Australian Yowie. Which we yeah. just covered a couple episodes ago. So you should go check that out too. Yeah, check them all out, and you'll actually understand why we talk about Randy all the time. Yeah, Randy's our hero. Number forty. Let's go. The North American Sasquatch. No, let's go. I meant to say you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The North American Sasquatch sightings primarily are, but not solely, come from the Pacific Northwest region. Specifically, the Pacific. Specific with breakfast. Oh, I love it. On Mount Shasta in North California. Shiza. (laughs) Northern California. Many, many people have spotted the creature and had run-ins and encounters of their own there. 
One of these accounts includes the sighting of Chris O'Brien in 1979. <laughs> oh, there he is, Chris. <laughs> you looked over like, you're like, I know him. I just saw him this morning. <laughs> because what I heard was, one of the sightings was Chris O'Brien. <laughs> like, oh, there he is. There's Chris. How you doing, Chris? It includes the sighting of Chris O'Brien. Yeah, that, does, that could be interpreted. That might, my bad. <laughs> Fucking Chris. I found out. <laughs> Your feet are a little small today, I see. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> well, well, while trudging through the thick forest foothills of Mount Shasta, he and his group heard a loud crashing sound followed immediately by a foul smell that filled the air. <laughs> Somebody shit their pants. <laughs> <laughs> the sound wasn't that loud. You didn't need to shit yourself. It was scary. <laughs> I didn't like it. <laughs> The crashing sounds and the following sounds of thick brush being trampled over gave them cause for concern that something big was heading right for them and at a fast rate. (laughs) It was then the date heard, as described by O'Brien, a blood-curdling combination of what he said, an elephant trumpeting and a lion roaring that was so loud that it echoed around the miles and miles of foothills around them. Incredible. Really, it's, fucking, it was, it's kind of terrifying. It was Terry the logger. He, he just knocked down a tree and actually found his leg. So he's like, ah, ah! <laughs> they're all like, oh shit, get out of here. Poor Terry. Long live Terry. <laughs> Terry the logger. Uh, <laughs> fucking ate, man. No, it's just Terry. Terry, he's he's not stomping through the woods. He's actually just dragging one leg and just gonna <laughs> help me, you know. Oh, Fuck, shit. these guys are assholes. Classic. There's Chris. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. Oh. Ooh, fuck. <sighs> Sorry, back so, to Terry's locker. So the combination of trampling sounds <laughs> towards them, the Terry's yell, the foul smell of, of Bill shit in his pants. Bill shit Bill's pants. everywhere this, today. They immediately decided to head right the fuck back where they came from. <laughs> yeah. I said, fuck that. Their mother's vagina. Wait, I'm sorry. Oh, fuck. Your uh, favorite person shows up. Wait, who? Georgia? How it tells an account of a rancher in Montana. Oh, let me guess. It's got to be a uh, uh, like a cow mutilation or something. Yeah, how'd you know? Because <laughs> that's all she talks about. Linda Moltenhow tells an account of a rancher in Montana who was out hunting when he turned around a ridge and was confronted by an eight-foot-tall, reddish-brown, long-haired primate creature standing there. He pulled out his gun and shot at it, but Naturally. oddly enough, when struck... The creature vanished into a ball of light. Incredible. Gone. Hey, remember that text I texted you? Yeah. Wednesday? Yeah. About the Bigfoot stuff? Yeah. The episode? Yeah. Um, incredible. Sorry. Yeah. I know it has nothing to do with no, that, but... It, like it, the, That was fascinating. The fucking... I, uh, I can actually show you after this. Sweet. Um, not on the... I can't show you. It's from... Uh, not for you guys! It's Expedition <laughs> Bigfoot. Latest season, episode two... At the end of it, basically, they showed um, what looks like a predator-like camouflage thing in the background. It was pretty cool. So it's cool. incredible. Anyways, so fucking cool. I'll show you after the uh, episode. Sorry. I didn't mean to. Yeah, a bunch. <laughs> hey, Terry, how you feeling? <laughs> Still fucked up. Swing Zoop, let's get the hell out of here. He got really fucked up. <laughs> he had a 127 hours moment. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, no leg. <laughs> um, Terry one leg. Terry one leg. <laughs> That's his new name. No, his new name is Eileen. <laughs> uh, shit. Um, <coughs> now I'm choking. All right. I know. I know. Uh, yeah. So he shot the creature, and the motherfucker just went Oof, and disappeared in a ball of light, light which is. New. <laughs> it's new. I've heard of disappearing, but that's a new level of disappearance. It is. Questions are asked of why this creature has remained so elusive, elusive for so long. Why does it seem to appear and disappear in an instant? Is it a sign of its otherworldly origin? Could it be? Of course it is, because that's the way that they're building it up. To Giorgio's got to... Gotta chime in soon. Oh, he's coming in soon. Yeah. Oh, it's a spaceship in the sky. <laughs> it's a spaceship. <laughs> nope, nope. It's actually a rain cloud. <laughs> nope, it's a spaceship. <laughs> Reports even claim that Bigfoot is seen entering and exiting saucer vehicles, which we've heard many reports of. We've discussed before. Yes. Some legends uh, call... Oh, go ahead. Little... Pst, what'd you call them from uh, David Huggins' episode? Little pizzazz. That's pizzazz. What little pizzazz. There he is, pizzazz. That's a noisy What a name. I like it. Then. Or, what a noise. That's a noisy uh, That's how he rolls. That's how he rolls. I'm out. Uh, he peeks his head around the trees. <laughs> Fuck. No. Some legends call these creatures ghost beings. Some call them pizzazz. <laughs> Describing them as impossible to capture and nearly impossible to see, but they do have evidence of their existence. Mm. Uh, almost all Bigfoot encounters follow the same structure. Sounds are heard, whether they are large footsteps or breaking branches or uh, in limbs or howls and yells, grunts and huffs, just sounds. Or a tree falling, Terry getting hit. <laughs> <laughs> a distinct foul smell. Mm. The same descriptions of the creatures, large, dark brown, hairy ape man between 6 to 10 foot tall, and most of the time, these sightings follow suit that the two witness each other and bolt in opposite directions. They don't con confront each other. They just, mm. they'll see each other and one or both of them will. How you doing? Sprint, no? All right. Sprint the fuck out. Uh... <laughs> Wait, why is that guy running in slow motion? <laughs> He's stuck again. <laughs> Ancient uh, well, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. Get it out. It's good. It's, it's good. good. Okay. I'll save it. <laughs> Ancient astronaut theorists believe the That's a new transition. <laughs> <laughs> Every transition between us is just. <laughs> <laughs> ancient astronaut theorists believe these ancient texts could hold the key to unlocking the mystery of whether or not these eight man beings could be terrestrial or from a distant galaxy. Serious. Possibly. Could the be? Book of Enoch. Tells of a race of giant beings called the Nephilim, yeah. or the Watchers, who descend from heaven and live amongst us. Supposedly, in the Old Testament, I added, supposedly, in the Old Testament, these Nephilim fell in love with human women and mated with them, Ooh. birthing a race of giant human hybrid beings. They were all hairy. All of them. Our patron saint of the podcast, Giorgio suggests that these might have been misinterpreted gods that were flesh and blood extraterrestrials and that the offspring might have been what we know as Bigfoot today. That's a new one. That is a new one. That's a new one. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's, it's so genuine. <laughs> the power. 
<laughs> Never heard this before. Uh, well, you're going to love the back half of this episode. <laughs> good, good, good. I like this. Good. Um, we're going to talk about Enkidu. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. Enkidu. Enkidu. In the Is remains. Ink in your doo-doo? Yep. <laughs> Enkidu, I barely I, know her. I, I ate a squid, and now I'm squeaking ink. <laughs> <laughs> squeaking ink. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Splurta ink out. In the remains of the ancient city of, city of Nineveh, in modern-day Iraq, but ancient site Oops. of Mesopotamia. Oops. <laughs> Sorry. Oops. Holy shit. Your oops tw- followed I, my commas. I, I hit it twice as hard on the right. Jesus so Christ. You had to hit it three times as hard on the left to compensate for it. I'm all about compensating. That's why I got big feet. Oh, <laughs> that was it. Oh, he just said it must be damn it. Sumerian tablets are found dating back to as early as 1800 BCE, telling the telling the story of Gilgamesh. No, not the Marvel Eternal. In the story of Gilgamesh, <laughs> in the story, Gilgamesh has a companion named Enkidu. 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 Who is described as a giant, hairy, wild man that lives on the outskirts of human society. It is further elaborate that, elaborated that in this story, he is described as a hairy, giant monster man with incredible strength, making ancient astronaut theorists believe that this might have been a Sasquatch. But one created by an E.T.? Uh, oh. Not the phone home, bitch, but like an extraterrestrial. Yeah, I knew what you meant. A I hairy one, of course. You know, I don't like that movie. Didn't know that. Yes. Why don't you like it? Uh, couldn't tell you. No, oh, yeah, I still don't okay. care for it. No, right. <laughs> Sorry, Steven Spielberg. <laughs> Who cares? The end. He's, nah. he's still rolling a dough. I'm pretty sure he doesn't care if you <laughs> like good. it or not. You know? uh, every other thing he's made, I basically love. The Anunnaki are also further believed to have been E T. E T. I feel like I skipped something. Possibly. Nope. The Anunnaki are also further believed to have been extraterrestrial. While this is a popular theory and a more readily accepted, they take it a step further and draw a link between the Sasquatch mystery being Inkadu and Anunnaki, claiming that they genetically manipulated animals and themselves creating the Sasquatch. They even theorize, this one's interesting, with nothing to back it up other than size, they even theorized that the Goliath from David and Goliath might have even been a Sasquatch himself, too. Possibly. He's a tall, strong <laughs> man. <laughs> he's he's not a the big, hairy, though. He's a Bigfoot. Um, if that's the case, um, we need to take a closer look at Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, if, we're, if that's all the credentials you need to be a Sasquatch, that motherfucker must be King Sasquatch. Or any of these guys that are like seven, eight foot tall. Yeah, there is more yeah, than just there's the a, rock. There's a ton. Yeah. yeah. Actually, a, the rock isn't that tall compared to some of these guys. Yeah. Kevin Maybe Hart. Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> He's Kevin Hart to them. He is. Have you ever seen that? <laughs> Have you ever seen that video where... Uh, it's The Rock, Kevin Hart, and uh, a basketball player, <laughs> and, they, and the, Kevin Hart's in the middle of them, so he's immediately already super short, but to have all three of them in frame, you only really get Kevin from, like, shoulder up, <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, and then The Rock on the outside, and this basketball player on the outside, they, like, they, like, do the manly, like, slap up and hug, <laughs> and then they go back, and Kevin Hart's like, wow, I just disappeared there for a minute. <laughs> it's so I have not seen that. Good. I gotta show you that. 
classic. He's like, wow, it just disappeared for a minute. <laughs> um, Viking Leif Erikson even wrote about large hairy creatures with dark eyes and foul odors that he encountered on his travels. An explorer with knowledge about many different lands and their beings, such as himself, would be able to identify animals and people from his travels. So when there's a mystery creature, it's a little out there. We have a history of mystery. Sure do. Speaking of out there. Yeah. Guess what? It's out there theory time. That's my new segment. Gotta be Giorgio. Yes. uh, I can't remember. They even speculate Uh that Merlin might have been a Sasquatch too. It could have been. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? I could be a Sasquatch. You don't know. It could have been. Literally any fucking thing. This computer might be a fucking Sasquatch. Look it. I got hair. I could be a Sasquatch. Ah, shit. And sometimes you got a foul smell. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Earlier. Could have been. <laughs> Could have been. One uh, very valid point made is that across all culture. Okay, let me. Is this it? <laughs> so good. Oh. <laughs> wow, I just disappeared. <laughs> I love giving up in rock. <clears throat> so good. I, I, I'm glad you watched it. Let's right, back to it. Um, on a very valid, one very valid point that they make. I wanted to okay. point out that I actually do agree with this. <laughs> could be Sasquatch. <laughs> Not that one. <laughs> I'm taking it back down. Credible now. Okay. One very valid point made is that across all cultures, past and present, mm-hmm. across the globe, separated by oceans and land, far too many to be a coincidence ha- have stories, far too many cultures, mm-hmm. uh, ha- uh, have stories and legends of wild ape men that they encounter that are elusive yes. and aggressive or um, mysterious, wise, all these different things. And that is why I also believe there's a Sasquatch, like our real. Yes. Because it's not just like secluded or just one per- it's tons of people. That say it, yes, so. across the world. I mean, it's when there's smoke, there's fire, they always say, except yeah. for when people don't want to believe. Then it's like, nope. Yeah, yeah. That's me closing my eyes. They took the batteries out of the smoke detectors. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I've done that before. Yeah. I have not. Shouldn't do that. You should use hardwired smoke detectors with a 10-year backup battery on it. I I have a hardwired smoke detector in my apartment right now. Um, I didn't realize it was a hardwired smoke detector. And uh, it it started going off Uh for no reason because that's how my apartment works apparently. Where in your apartment is it? Right by the kitchen. And every time I cook, it goes off. So I have to turn a fan on, even when it's not smoking. So I took it off to take the battery off, and I just, I'm like panicking. So I like rip it off, and I'm like, oh shit, that was attached. (laughs) Uh, It still works. I didn't rip the uh, wires out, or I'd be calling Lennon. Yeah. Because I don't need that issue. There's a a quick connect on the back. Uh, Yeah, well, uh, everything is fine. It works. It It works. So we're good. I just, uh, that was a surprise to me. Like, oh, shit, there's wires. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> now there's sparks. <laughs> the fuck is this shit coming from? Uh, anyways, I'm sorry. Yes, Bigfoot. You are good. As, okay, I was and then saying. to finish that thought was whether it's E.T. or not, 
it, there's still uh, that legend all over. Yes. Uh, legend all over. <laughs> I don't know why legend all over. Legend all over. As That's what they say about me and you. Ah, legends all over. Fucking mint. They call me Mr. Johnson. <laughs> As stated earlier. Many Bigfoot sightings happen in a close time frame or at the same time as UFO sightings. No. In Pennsylvania in the early 1970s, there was a UFO flap, which in the same time, there was a spike in reports. Oh, sorry. Flap. I was flapping. Ah, that flap. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, At the same time, there was a spike in reports of large ape creatures lurking around the woods, lurking around and walking out of the woods at night. Not at night. I, I added the at night for some reason. It just it sounded okay. good. You didn't have to call your stuff out. I, I wouldn't even, have known. I didn't even write at night. I no. wouldn't even have known. Well, I want to give people the true information. <laughs> yeah. Not at night. All times of day. It was every. They weren't specific to night. You know, it was only at two p.m. <laughs> only that's it. From two to two o three. Is Sasquatch just highly intelligent enough to be able to dodge human civilization to the point of remaining remaining almost completely non-existent? No. Or are they just able to do so because they are extraterrestrial not and not living on this earth? Yes. That's yes. it. All of it. All of it. Okay. Um, Merlin. Was Abraham Lincoln a Sasquatch? He had a beard. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> Could <Hey>. have been. <laughs> hey, was George Washington one? He had he had old fucked up teeth. <laughs> he did have some fucked up teeth. <laughs> just chopped on the cherry tree. <laughs> well, nope, that was. Was it honest, Abe? Was I right? I was right. You're right. What's up? You started saying, shaking your head, and I was like, ah, shit, it's honest, Abe. No. Ah, shit, it's honest, Abe. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were dead. How you doing, old Abe? Oh, fuck. He was a Sasquatch. That, that is what he sounds like. <laughs> That's exactly what he sounds like, based on reports. Ah, well, he's huge. It made his speeches difficult. <laughs> Four score and seven years ago. Your late, your uh, your beautiful woman came back. Linda Bolton, how? Oh. Tell us of an account. She looks like an alien herself. <laughs> I'm sorry. So sorry. Tell us of an account. She was told via a letter by a man while she was investigating cattle mutilation. Jesus in the Christ. <laughs> she told an account of a man who got a letter from his grandpa, who also got a letter from his grandma, that then... Old Timmy down the street told him about <laughs> it was seven times removed. At one thirty in the morning, I was trying to pack as much information into one sentence as I could for some reason. <laughs> so basically, she was in the eighties. She was investigating cat mutilation, mm. mutilations, and she received a letter by a man, which tells of this account. All right, that was a lot simpler. It was. He said that while he was at his father's place in Washington State. He heard from the woods what sounded to be uh, gusts of wind rolling in. This was followed Sasquatch by... farted. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hell of a fucking fart. Had quite the chalupa. <laughs> yeah, well... Uh, yeah, a little, little Mexican spice, too, to it. He heard all of it. This was followed by the trees moving. That's <laughs> a hell of a fart, like it's said. <laughs> it was, and the and a silver disc appearing. Oh, okay. Well. Out of the out of the, out of the bottom of the disc, a blue beam of light shot down to the ground, and with it mm. appeared a large gorilla, as he described it. 
Jeez, all right. This tall, shaggy creature then walked right towards him and passed him, never once acknowledging him as if he didn't exist. Different dimension. Possibly. A few days later, many animal mutilations then were then being reported. Oh, but they were sur- surgically done. Didn't say it. They just, they just said, well, I mean, they said there was mutilation. a surgeon animal mutilations <clears throat> following. I know. Usually if they talk about animal mutilations. It's usually surge, yeah. yeah. Otherwise, it could just um, be an surgical. animal attack. Yes. Correct. So now Bigfoot has an old fucking scalpel in that old jacket of his. <laughs> He's like, I want the eye. <laughs> I want the eye. <laughs> the one kidney. <laughs> and this anus. For some reason. <laughs> for some reason. Makes a nice ring. <laughs> Oh, people say I smell, but I think I'm pretty good. <laughs> oh, shit. If they are extraterrestrial. Yes. What is their purpose here on our planet? Some people. True. Some people believe <laughs> that they are a part of a research project on Earth by extraterrestrials. Mm-hmm. Others believe they might be a criminal race sent to the Earth as a prison. I don't know where the fuck that came from. What? Eh, they might be criminals. <laughs> <laughs> now they're profiling Bigfoot. Jesus Christ. That shit came out of nowhere. All right, we're talking... Uh, we're, we're hey, ch- you might be a criminal, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, we're, we're moving to the Siskiyou Mountains in okay. southwest Oregon. Nice. In 1874, Hunter Elijah Davidson... I don't know if he's Hunter... <laughs> <laughs> Is he a hunter or is his name Hunter Elijah? I have no fucking clue. Hunter. <laughs> the way that they said it and yeah. with subtitles, there was no context of Hunter Elijah Mitchell. Hunter Elijah Davidson. That's Davidson. Oh no, where'd Mitchell come from? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Discovered a large cave that opened into a five hundred acre network of tunnels and caverns. Beautiful. One of the few marble caves in the world. This is known as the Oregon Caves. Many believe this to be the home of the. <laughs> Sorry, many believe this to be the home of the Native American legends for hundreds of years. Of ape men, many sightings and sounds have been reported from within these caves by explorers for years. The caves proved to be a perfect shelter for a collection of large Sasquatch beings. Many caves around the world like this have yet to be fully explored or even discovered. Who knows what is down there, nor how many of these caves and tunnels across the world are connected and lead to larger cave systems. Four. There's only four. There's only four. (laughs) And they all lead to the inner earth. It used to be a prison, but, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking all these prisoners dropping down. (laughs) Like, these fuckers can't stop mutilating other things, so go fuck with these guys. (laughs) They're doomed anyway. Get this fucking cow anus. <laughs> there we go. It's a necklace now. <laughs> it's a necklace. <laughs> oh, this may be where they spend most of their time and why we don't see them so frequently. The Greek myths talk of the troglodytes, hairy, mm. beastly creatures that live underground. Either terrifying in some legends or wise in teaching mankind lessons in others. They were just the Russians. Yep. <laughs> this is true. These troglodytes are said to have descended from the sky. Again, more parallels. Mm. And it's time for another out there theory time. Yes. Extraterrestrials created the cave systems to house the creatures. Absolutely. That's the prison. Yep. Again, these again, did these aliens create the Sasquatch with DNA manipulation? Mm-hmm. Or is he an alien himself? And by he I mean Bigfoot, uh Sasquatch people as a whole. The royal he. 
Uh, yeah, you don't want these guys coming at you because they're big. They, yeah, they're, they're big, big fuckers. Hey! They, they stinky. We identify as Bigfoot. <laughs> Sorry. Big feet. Big feet. Plural. Big feet. Big feet. Bigfoot. Bigfoots. Big Sasquatches. F- big feeders. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're actually got tiny feet. <laughs> we were outcasts. We got overhyped <laughs> by one guy. <laughs> we were outcasts from our planet because we had the smallest feet in the bunch. <laughs> Russia. I said Russian, but Russia. Woo. February 28th, 1927. I told you they're the Russians. Yes. Before being arrested for this weird bullshit that's going to follow, <laughs> a man named Drago. I don't know if I was supposed to write Ilya. I think I did. Ilya. Ilya Ivanov conducted tests where he injected human sperm into chimp eggs. Why not? I would too. The tests were the unsuccessful. And a few years later, he flipped the switch and, even weirder somehow, tried to inject chimp sperm into human eggs. What a but what, what a bitch. But was promptly arrested by the government before he could get too far into this one. <laughs> they were like, wow. this guy's fucking crazy. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Luckily, I have my computer back, my baby, with all of my soundboard or sound stuff on it. So I have all of the bleeps to capture your moment. <laughs> oh, good, good, good. <laughs> the only reason... This was brought up was to question the only reason that this whole story was brought up in the episode at all. Human sperm and no, 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 ape sperm, chimp sperm, and women humans. All of it. This yeah. this guy did all of it. A lot of sperm, a lot of women. Yeah, <laughs> he was covered in sperm. <laughs> Actuality, he put it on his fingers. Okay, this is good stuff. Oh, no. <laughs> Gross. He made Wait. scrambled eggs. <laughs> Wait, is this human or chip? Oh, that's human. We don't. Ah, shit. Oh, chip. That's actually fox. <laughs> How the fuck did an iguana get in here? I forgot every animal on earth for a minute. <laughs> fox. There you go. Very well. So the only reason why this whole thing was brought up at all for the two minutes it was, mm-hmm. was to question if it was an example of how extraterrestrials could have done it. Oh, how? This part gets a bit odd. Giorgio is sold on the idea that Earth was the testing ground by extraterrestrials for genetic manipulation and hybrids. He cites many human-animal hybrids throughout mm-hmm. history's legends and myths as evidence. Okay. Um, right. Anubis... Um, Many of the Egyptian gods. I should be Horus. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that was. <laughs> um, um, and many others. <laughs> I don't know what it was either. The ancient astronaut theorists yeah. believe that following the legends, the gods came down to mine and harvest gold and precious metals. I like gold. They pulled a gold member, but going off script and speculating, they believe they they believe that they didn't much care for doing the work. So, they created strong worker bees from the resources, quote-unquote, available on Earth, which would be the, uh, the animals, um, us. Right, right, right. It, yeah. You know. Them. Makes total sense, doesn't it? It could. We got here. We got here, well, guys. Look, All right. I don't feel like working anymore. Can well, uh, we just create something? Let me for posit this to you. Thousands of thousands of years of waiting, please. Yes. What is the um, what is the main thing that we need to drive our future forward for... Um, electronic you know like electric cars electric stuff like that oh we people. need we need the stuff in the batteries the lithium yes, and all that shit well say we find a planet that we can easily get to and have the ability to mine an abundance of it for earth but Probably make robots 
Yeah, well, yeah, we could do that. Or just fuck with the shit there if it's easier to do that. You know what I mean? Because they're already there. You already got the population. So I kind of can see what they were talking about. I get it. You're right. It's easier to wait thousands of years for a little bit of manipulation. No, they were saying that this was done immediately. How the hell did you do that one? They are that fucking good. Damn. Actually, maybe, maybe. Hear me the fuck out here. I'm hearing you. Maybe it was something similar to that little plastic bunny. Oh, we're little plastic bunnies now. Yeah, you never know. We are just... Hashtag, we did it. Hashtag, plastic bunnies are us. Yeah. Nope. Nope. (laughs) Tastes like blood to me. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. I didn't regenerate either. (laughs) Shit. Um, Georgia, we actually do have a healing factor. I know we do. That's it's just that's why I you know, heal. It's pretty impressive, though, to be honest with you. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It's is pretty it? Cool. It is. It's just a lot slower than Wolverines. Well, for some of us. For some of us. I had to keep this wrapped after it was healed for three weeks that's just it? to make sure that people thought I was hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Giorgio sold on the idea. I'm sold. The international theorists. Merlin sold. Yep. They're all sold. They deep from these hybrids. Uh huh. Uh-huh. They claim deep sexed it that they deep program them mm. to not interact with humans. And what we know as Bigfoot or even many cryptids today of this earth are actually descendants of these hybrid worker bees. I somehow can't. they deeply programmed in their brains. Stay the fuck away from humans. Maybe these smelly some bitches aren't even fucking biological. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe they're mechanical. May, oh, you know, I didn't think of that shit. I'm here for all the thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> it might be Merlin. Could it be? <laughs> what I say? I don't know. Let's go. Could have been. <laughs> he could have been. Yeah. Hong Kong. China. 1935. Okay. This is pretty dope. Yeah. German paleontologist Dr. Gustav von Koningswald. That's a definitely German name. Purchased a set of giant molars, which were believed to be from an ancient dragon. Fucking cool. Really? But through his research, he actually discovered that this actually discovered the first evidence of an extinct species of ape. The Gigantopithecus. Fucking A right. The first evidence of it. Gigantopithecus stood 10 foot tall and weighed up to 1,200 pounds. Oh. It existed alongside early hominids for tens of thousands of years. You know that one of them banged up. I wonder if I could fuck this guy. Probably. And or is woman. the largest primate to ever walk the earth. I mean, you got humans that fuck goats. You know they're going to fuck a primate. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> that's Come on. not normal. Come on. You, you've seen Grand Tour or... It was either Grand Tour or, or oh, Top yeah, Gear. That's right. That's right. <laughs> They're talking. It's like, is that man fornicating with a goat? <laughs> that's right. I, I think we need to go. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was the I think it was. Uh, I'm blanking on which one. Top Gear. I think it was Top, top Gear. Top Gear? I think. <laughs> it was, I think. Oh, my God. Me think. So. I think there's a man back there. Don't look. Don't look. <laughs> and they all turn. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I think he's having sex with a goat. One of my favorite. Yeah, we actually encourage it. What the fuck? One of my favorite Top Gear moments is when they're um, they were uh, they, they the safari group was near them, and they were looking through the binoculars at the animals and shit, and then they looked over it, and one of them was like, "Don't look now, but this man has the worst comb over I've ever seen," <laughs> and they all look at him. And it's literally, like, flopping real bad. And then he kind of, like, makes eye contact and notices that they're all looking at him. He's like, oh, uh, uh, weird. And they were like, oh, shit. 
I have not seen that. That's a good one. Could the Gigantopithecus... No. (laughs) (laughs) You all right? No. Could Bigfoot be a descendant of this early primate, the Gigantopithecus? Possibly. The connection is evident between the skull of the Gigantopithecus and modern-day apes. It's It's very similar. The evolution line is clear to see that this is... uh, Direct descendants. You got a sedge, uh, the cranial structure, um, the massive um, upper bones, upper mm-hmm. shape to house the <clears throat> massive muscles for jaws. Yes, thank you. Um, but they have a, a very um, distinct cranial structure that uh, suggests a smaller brain. Oh. Not, not complex, not small. not not less complex, but just small. Oh well, because their because their brains have the smaller or the. <laughs> Their brains have smaller because their skulls are smaller. Yes, you know what I'm saying. So they, I'm only here so I can find some food. No, they're intelligent as fuck. Capuchins are like that. (laughs) No, capuchins are really fucking smart too. Monkeys, monkeys are smart. Yes, they are. But when compared to human skulls, while very striking, very strikingly, while strikingly similar, yeah. Similar. <laughs> Some... Our cranial structure is more molded to accommodate our larger brains than that of the gorilla or the gigantopithecus. Ah. But, 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 we aren't direct descendants. We aren't direct descendant of a gorilla. We're very close in common with a chimpanzee, which has a mm-hmm. very, very, very similar skull as us. So this com- this comparison they're making here, I'm not a big fan of. Are you saying that they have a comparison that's a stretch? Yes. They oh. suggest that maybe Bigfoot wasn't the one who was the product of genetic manipulations, <laughs> but we, were. we are. And as we are, as a result of primates and alien hybridization. So yeah. They eat extraterrestrials. They came down, and they did do some genetic fucking around. They dabbled, but they didn't dabble on the us that were here. They dabbled on the Gigantopithecus and the, all the uh, their early descendants and them and made us. You'd have some jumps there that are unexplainable. Yes. They are treading a fine line of creation over evolution here during this point. I mm-hmm. felt it was important to mention. They think the missing link between early hominids and us is extraterrestrial intervention. Oh. They posit that the extraterrestrials manipulated the dominant species on Earth and created the intelligent humans we developed into today to the point where we quickly became the dominant species that is now destroying the Earth in our close space. Oh. <laughs> I mean, you don't want to put the guns away for that one. Yeah, my bad. So at the end, in summation, we are left with the questions that I summed down as such. Is Bigfoot real? No. Is he terrestrial? Oh, man, yes. Other one. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> is he terrestrial? Is he an extraterrestrial? Is no. he a mix of both? Maybe. Are we a mix of both? Possibly. Yeah. Is that Russian guy a fucking lunatic? Yeah, he's a sperm donor. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> all these questions left unanswered, but evidence for all is present throughout history and science, whichever way you want to put a spin on it. I think that Sasquatch, I personally think that Sasquatch is a descendant of a common ancestor as us. We are all part of the primate group. Yeah. And a high and is highly intelligent. Yeah. I believe that as we do now, in the past, there were many encounters with the beings, Sasquatch beings, Mm -hmm. but even more so in the past because as you travel farther back in history and the reach of man retracts, the forests and habitats of the Sasquatch were shared more heavily with mankind because obviously we don't have the giant cities and the deforestation. You know what I'm saying? You You know what I'm saying? You don't ever see a Bigfoot in New York City, but you do... On the side of a mountain, miles and miles into the dense woods. Hashtag go green for Sasquatch 2024. Woo!
Thank you. Thank you. We'll save you. <laughs> we'll try. I mean, can't promise anything. So, hashtag go green for Sasquatch 2024 DTS cast. Do it. Yeah. Get it Get it going. Yeah. 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 Um. But, so, oh, good. back to your original question. See? Hit me with it again. What was it? Uh, how did that Russian guy get the sperm out of the fucking chimpanzees? Um, you don't want to know, but it's exactly <laughs> what you think it is. <laughs> that it's not no. exactly what you think oh, it is. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. My second question. Yeah. Uh, are we an alien artifact with a code in our own DNA? Maybe. Are uh, we that manipulated <laughs> hybrid species? <laughs> Maybe. It could be. It could be. Fucking Merlin. So, yeah, it could, it could, yeah. it could be. Um, it, there's be interesting. It are it, is it uh, genetic manipulation that created us via hybridization of them and something on this planet? You just blew my mind. Or is it genetic manipulation that created us via uh, just creating a new species? All the above. So I think that's the two different ways that, that question could go as an I th- answer. I think we were the ones that were experimenting on. Yeah, I mean. If it's a, you know, one or the other. It. I mean, she, yeah, you never know. Never know. You never know. Until you know, no, no. Yeah. I don't know what we're doing. So. Oh, gotcha. It's I thought we were just fucking bopping back and forth. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Man, these poor <laughs> people baby squash alone. And on that bombshell. <laughs> Lennon. <laughs> How much do you fucking need? Jesus. A little bit more. My computer does run a lot faster now that the motherboard's changed. Oh, good. Which is really cool, but I gotta get. I gotta. There we go. Did you find it? I think I found it. Ladies and On that bombshell, Lennon. Hit that fucking outro, baby. Squatches, gentlemen, and ladies. Thank you all so much for listening to this. God damn, are we in a different universe? That sounds different. (laughs) If you would like to reach out to us and let us know your thoughts or opinions, whether we are hybrids or Sasquatches hybrids, you can do so by finding us on Instagram, Reddit, Mm -hmm. Facebook, and on our YouTube channel. Feel free to comment on the uh, episode posts on all of those, and we will immediately have a discussion with you. Yeah, you can do it. Hit the subscribe button for auto downloads. So listen first thing every Monday morning because you need that ancient aliens in your ear holes. Right in there. With on your, old. On your boring drive. With our lumberjack friend here. I forgot his name. Terry. Terry. Terry Eileen. <laughs> <laughs> Terry Eileen, one stump. <laughs> two stumps now. He cut the tree down. <laughs> <laughs> and Randy's just. He was absent this episode. He was. He wasn't here. He was not absent. Um, he fell into a coma and he went to the future. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, His name is Dinoch. I was going to say something I forgot. Not your fault. My fault because I forget. Yeah. Mm. Thank you to all our Patreon members. And that helped keep this podcast a reality. We are grateful for your continued support. If you haven't yet become a member and would like to support us, head to our Patreon. So that way you can get all of the awesome benefits. Join all the awesome groups we got. We got couple groups that you can join and have a cool ass title and you get a fucking shout out if you join the episode or get shout out in the episodes if you join yeah. the patreon a lot of cool benefits in there including yeah. discounts on our merch which if you would like some of our merch you can find it on our website to show it off to your friends and family drop us a five star rating and write us a review tell us what you love and how you're enjoying the show if you're enjoying the show or not no I'm just kidding what <laughs> I don't know I went off script yeah I see that 
Tell us what you love and how you're enjoying the show. Share us on your socials and tell your cryptid-loving friends and family about us. Subscribe, hit the bell, and like the videos on YouTube. This all, in culmination, helps us to grow and bring you even more great content for you to enjoy. Like future Sasquatch expeditions where we're fucking getting out there. We're getting into the nitty-gritty thicket of the woods, finding this smelly fucker. Yeah, use our nose first. We're going to see him. Josh is going to run, and I'm going to go sacrifice my body. And kill, Wait. If, he gotta, if he kills me, you have to just get my body back because I'm sure the rest of our family would, would like to, it bury, was a bear. to bury something. Uh, um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be on that. Okay. Yeah. There's also a uh, couple haunted hotel rooms by us. <laughs> yes, we're going to go. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. <laughs> I was, I was just, yeah, I was you like, said yeah as if you were about to finish saying stuff, you know? Join us next Monday for our next incredible episode. You may write us, write us, review us, but remember, always stick your ears, be vigilant, and don't touch my Sasquatch. Don't do it. He's on Con Air right now. Oh. <laughs> yeah, good reference. There's a good uh, reference. Peace. See ya? Yeah. I'll see yeah. you next time. That way we don't have an hour and 40 fucking minute episode again. The ancient aliens ones aren't ever that long. <laughs> yeah, always. That's got to get cut now. <laughs> that's, that's supposed to be a Sasquatch talking. But <laughs> <laughs> it definitely didn't sound like a Sasquatch talking. <laughs> the deba, a few days later. <laughs> <laughs> the deba. Sorry. Yeah. Woo. That was damn near the most disgusting thing I've ever heard. <laughs> All right, my throat, yeah, <clears> my <throat> lower throat, which I call my stomach. <laughs> and my upper throat, and my, my middle throat. There's also the back throat, the forward throat. <laughs> what about the upside down throat? It's an anus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's up your ass. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> the upside down throat is the anus. <laughs> Never forget that, folks. Anatomy 101. God. You got to learn it. That, that means something goes in it. Ew. For some people. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. To each their own. Want to do the uh, outro? I, um, honors? <laughs> yeah. What we? Um, what do you want to end first? Video? Yeah. Yeah. The video. I want to end the video first. Okay, Which one? <laughs> okay. Do you want to do the computer? <laughs> yeah. Let's do the computer. Okay. Hey, what do you say at the end of the episodes? Snarf. No, 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 no. Like, when we say goodbye, what is it that you say? Peace. You say peace? I do. Always. Okay. On my outro, I just realized I wrote Lennon. Peace, Josh. See ya. <laughs> Backwards. Yeah.